Welcome to CRE Fast Five. I'm Carly Iacono, and tonight we're talking about the great retail pivot, or the various ways retailers have changed their business model over the last year. The categories we'll be covering are the store within a store strategy, the enhanced service model, and store optimization. The other two elephants in the room are distribution and fulfillment changes in omni-channel technology initiatives, which have so much content in and of themselves that these two pivot strategies will be covered in future episodes. The first concept for tonight that has become more widespread is the use of brand partnerships. This is really nothing new, but the ubiquitous nature of this strategy is something to note. New brand partnerships in the form of store within a store are intended to drive traffic to the store by keeping the shopping experience fresh. It's also a great way to use excess square footage, allowing the primary retailer to streamline their offerings. Here are a few examples for you. Tractor Supply Company is expanding its partnership with Carthearth by rolling out a branded shop and shop concept with more than 100 tractor supply locations targeted for 2021 and an additional 25 stores scheduled for the year after. The Carthearth locations will be about 1,300 square feet within tractor supply and the expanded merchandise selection will include a wide variety of outdoor oriented clothing. A second example is the Sephora Coles partnership Sephora plans to open 200 shops within Kohl's in 2021 and an additional 650 by 2023. The shops will be approximately 2,500 square feet and will be staffed by Sephora trained advisors who will be available for personalized beauty consultations and assistance. So really bringing that brand to the store in its purest sense. Testing and discovery zones will serve a rotating assortment of new emerging or trending products as well. If you think about it, department stores were really the king of brand partnerships, but as they become less in demand and the retail model changes, individual retailers will likely fill some of that void. Additionally, as retailers look for smaller, more optimized store footprints and fresh new ways to drive foot traffic, the shop and shop concept is likely to expand. On the flip side, these partnerships often have a limited lifespan. So landlords should carefully consider any requests from tenants in relation to tenant improvement dollars or TI requested to build out a shop within a shop concept. One example of a brand partnership that's unraveling is Walmart and McDonald's. McDonald's is closing hundreds of restaurants that were located inside of Walmart stores and only 150 are planned to remain down from a peak of a thousand locations. Overall though, the store within the store concept is a strategy many retailers are exploring, but again, there's a lifespan to these partnerships. The second way retailers have pivoted during the pandemic is by enhancing service offerings. Red Roof has launched its Work Under Our Roof program, where those who need a bit of peace and quiet to get work done can rent out a hotel room for as little as $29 a day and get some relief from house sharing situations, young kids, pets at home, limited space to do Zoom calls, etc. So maybe this will be a temporary adaptation to current conditions, or maybe unused hotel space will be a new flexible office alternative. The second example is Best Buy, which is piloting an annual membership program 
For $199 a year, members get unlimited in-home technical support on all technology in their home, whether the devices were purchased at Best Buy or not. Really interesting. It's unclear though what exclusions will exist to the coverage and how Best Buy will train its geek squad, quote unquote, on such a wide variety of smart home devices. However, if executed well, this could translate to significant profit and brand loyalty for Best Buy, well beyond the current need of just people working from home during a pandemic. The third category of pivot we have seen is store optimization. Now this is a pretty broad term and can come in the form of closing unprofitable stores, reducing or increasing store square footage, or just changing the store experience. Macy's, for example, is in the process of doing all three of these simultaneously. Smaller Macy's stores are being tested outside of malls and additional focus is being placed on the Macy's backstage or off-price business model. Bed Bath & Beyond is another example of a retailer in a major optimization process. They have a very rigorous plan, which includes downsizing many of their stores, closing 200 additional stores this year, and then spending 250 million in the next three years to remodel about 450 of their most profitable location. So for many retailers, this will really be a capital discussion. Improving in-store experience will clearly help legacy brands stay relevant, but only those with the money to spend are gonna be able to compete. So because of this, I expect significant involvement from private equity companies in the coming years as retailers look for the funds to make these strategic moves. The real question will be, where does this leave the retailers five years from now? As crushing debt has been the death of more than one retailer, no matter how beloved the brand. These are some of the retail initiatives at the forefront of today's market. Look for additional ways retailers are pivoting in future episodes. That was CRE Fast Five. I'm Carly Iacono. I look forward to seeing you again next week. Thank you.